Oh, it's too hard, man. Oh, it's hard. Guys, welcome to another episode of Susty Chai. I'm your host, Avas, and of course, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Aleem Sean. What do we call you? Because uh, your name is Aleem Sayed, but mm -hmm. then. We call you Sean, so I don't know. Yeah, Sean is like a like a family name, um, and like a pet name for my families, and then it just kind of moved on to all the high school friends and stuff. Uh, but then when I went into like university and like and work and stuff, yeah, I had to sign myself as a leem, and, and uh, it's like okay, all right, yeah, that's fine, a leem is easier. So. It's good, man. It's good, yeah. and thank you for coming on. This is uh. Yeah. You know, my mom was, she has guests, yeah. so I went to her place and I got her chai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got it in a thermos and that's why we have very fancy cups, guys. For the first time, we actually have nice cups other than the crappy ones. So, you know, thank you. <laughs> you had to stay here. I, I told you, I kind of apologize. I kind of tricked you into coming here. <laughs> I told you there would be chai, but now you're stuck with me on this episode I'm actually yeah I know I mean I, it's funny because you said Susti Chai and I was like man doesn't he have a show called Susti Chai as well why is he calling me for Susti Chai man you remind me of my co-host you know he's just like you but you're like a bigger bulkier version of him oh, okay. I hope he watches this so hello co-host <laughs> but it's good man and mm -hmm. you know guys welcome to an episode of Susti Chai where we share our wonderful stories with our guest and ourselves of course mm -hmm. to give you i guess another perspective or and another view on life in other words we give them a cup mm -hmm. of susty chai and this is really susty for me because it's free yeah dude it's pretty good Anyways, guys, if you want to check us out, we are available on YouTube on the channel Project Pandemonium. And also we are available on our audio platforms on iTunes, Google Music, SoundClouds, and also Patari. And without wasting any more time, guys, let's move on to our guest. Sean, mm -hmm. how right. are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm uh, excited. It's Easter weekend. Uh, you know, I got to get the whole weekend off. I'm yeah. working from Mississauga this week, too. So it's oh, nice to be home. Oh, that's good, man. I yeah, know. I'm here till like next Sunday. So I had the whole Dude, week, you know. You are never home, okay? And yeah. then we'll, we'll actually add more to that as well. But before anything, right? Uh, how is the beard going? Because you know what, I've I've <laughs> recently joined the beard club, but you've mm -hmm. been there forever. Oh yeah, I mean I've been I've been going strong since high school, but back then I had like a patchy beard. Yeah. So you like see skin and everything yeah. like that. Oh, but man, then... now it's just it's so much like it's so like perfectly. <laughs> you look like Jafar, man. Jafar. <laughs> well, I mean you're lucky you didn't see it when it was like down to here. I look like a hobo. I seriously like I would go into work and my boss would be like, Yeah, you need to turn that down. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. But can you send me a picture so I can like kind of post it here on our YouTube? If you want to check out the photo, you can go to the YouTube page, man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's uh it's crazy, man. Like mm -hmm. you've had the beer for the longest time. So is there any quick tip before we get into who you are? And what you do? Can you give me some quick tips on, on to like how I can you know maintain my clear because mm -hmm. it keeps like getting jumbled and it's weird. Mm -hmm. Well, well, the first thing is you need to find a proper barber. Like the barber, um, he is so key because he shapes the beard for you. Mm -hmm. You could shape it yourself, but it's a lot easier if you go to the barber because he knows how to do it for you. Damn, um, I've been and doing it all my life, but okay. Exa exactly. So, and, and the barber, again, the barber is very key because I've been to some who don't really necessarily know how to do it and what I'm looking for. How do you pick um, the right barber though? I mean, you walk in for people who don't have a barber. You know? um, 
honestly, the barber I went to, I got recommended by another friend. Mm. Um, and he told me, he, this guy's in Hamilton. Um, and he what? said that it was... Yeah, because the thing is, I drive back and forth from Michigan a lot, right? And I pass through Hamilton. Oh. So it's, it's so ideal. Wait, so I can just stop on. there. And Sometimes you're in Michigan uh, or in Detroit where... Or you work mm -hmm. for months and months, so you don't get a shave until you come back. Uh, Is that the case? Pretty much, yeah. What? I mean, yeah, you have to like. Uh, you really well. What I do do is I do line it up okay, myself, okay. but the growth of it I leave it until uh, I actually get to him, and then he shapes it for me properly. So and then you're, uh, and then your boss, he's that's upset. He's like, dude, come on. Well, here's the thing. It's funny because my boss was like initially, hey, you should probably grow a beard because you have a baby face. It'll be a lot easier for you to work here, interact with people. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But I think I took it a little too overboard and like got that big bushy thing yeah. going. And he's like, yeah, it's a little too much. <laughs> you look intimidating. Man. Exactly. 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 Damn, man. So, all right, guys, you've heard there. You have to find the barber. Talk to your friends because they're the one that recommend. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then you know Sean has one in Hamilton. If you're in Canada, so you can like go all the way there. I mean, if you're listening in Japan or something, and you want to take like, well, how long is the flight? Twelve hours? Not even twelve hours. More than twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, come here. You're more than welcome to. I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah, can come I'm pretty sure the barber in Hamilton will be available. Man, oh yeah, you know. and it's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Hey, come on, man. The exchange rate, of course. <laughs> all right, Sean. How about we actually stop ordering our audience and actually go on to who you are and what do you do? Well, okay, so my name is Sean, you guys know me. I grew up in uh, Canada. I moved to Canada in about 1999. Mm. Um, and I went to elementary school, middle school, high school, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, university, then college, and then university again. And then um, I moved and to And now Detroit. you're not even working, you know, you're working in Canada. <laughs> Spend his whole life in Canada, and then when the time comes to pay them back, you don't even work here, you go to the U.S. Well, I mean, the, the the job that I got was kind of pulled me towards the U.S. The, yeah. That kind of opportunity doesn't exist in Canada, unfortunately. Nah, so that's true. It, it kind of sucks. I'd love to come back and work in Canada as well, yeah. but... Um, I mean, I can't live in the GTA, man. Housing is so expensive yeah, here. It is, and man. It I really mean, is. especially coming straight out of school, like you get a job. Mm. I mean, you have loans and stuff you got to pay off too. Absolutely, man. So, I mean, build up your credit history, all of that, and yeah, you know, and what's the average cost of an apartment here? Like three hundred, four hundred thousand. No, oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Easily. So it's no, no, no. Uh, three hundred and four hundred is cheaper now. That's the cheaper. It's cheaper now. It's wow. like five hundred plus now wow in gta it's even like more it's like uh, yeah yeah it's like 500 plus just to just to give you guys some reference in in michigan um mm -hmm. you can get an apartment for about a big apartment like a three bedroom you know two mm -hmm. bathroom whatever yeah, for yeah, about yeah. 200,000, 150,000. Oh I mean, God. you could literally buy warehouses for 10 grand if you really wanted to and then convert that into your living space, but oh I wouldn't recommend it. No, but but it's like <laughs> 200k us though that's i guess that's still cheaper again it's it's, it's cheaper. exactly it's, it's still, still cheaper, cheaper yeah. um and then you can get houses for sixty thousand if you really wanted to oh 60 my 70 000. my buddy just bought a house in dearborn for about 60, 60 65 000. 000, what yeah I'm, I'm serious this is a two bedroom um you know uh two bathroom with a detached garage huge backyard Damn. um i mean it's a smaller house but again yeah. still sixty thousand for a house that's just, yeah that's to do with the place so would you live there permanently though? Or um, would you want to come back here? Well, because I feel like well, you have a house here. Like that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, like, exactly. Your parents' house and everything. Like and exactly. It's be paid off too. Um, I mean, it all depends on the housing market as well. 
um i mean that's kind of my biggest factor is the living situation here in the gta mm. it's very congested there's a lot mm. um it's a lot more expensive to live here as well mm. um and the opportunities especially for engineering specifically in the gta is not a lot and mm. and then for and you don't get paid a lot either so uh, yeah everything is like international like it's good exactly. in the u.s because there's so many companies that's working exactly like that. yeah. although if you're in working in a startup and you're you're in it or something like that yeah. toronto's a great city for that i yeah, mean oh, there's yeah, so yeah. many different yeah. it, toronto kitchener waterloo area um mm. all these places have a whole bunch of startups you know life mm. is good too i love downtown toronto i mean you've no, never yeah. i've been a lot of places and i can honestly say in north america there's no city like toronto yeah the food the people um oh, the people just, make a big difference oh yeah. yeah absolutely i mean in toronto there's like so many different cultures mixing right so yeah, you can nice. exactly you can it's and and uh, so yeah you really get to experience all these different different yeah. uh different yeah. Viewpoints. Yeah, yeah no man i i agree with that and mm-hmm. uh so my, my co-host mm-hmm. who isn't with me he's actually in seattle so okay. he's in engineering just like you mm-hmm. and he a job he got here mm-hmm. they sent him over to seattle yeah, yeah. Okay. so it goes back to your point that there's so many opportunities for engineers like in the u.s mm-hmm. rather than you know here mm-hmm. and even though it's a great city it's a good country there's still you know opportunities in the u.s man yeah i was time, right? i was reading so in an article today i was talking about how uh, there is a lot of investment in in uh, in startups and in in newer technologies and newer uh, newer opportunities. Unfortunately, the problem is all these products that they're working on. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of investment in bringing these products to the global market. Mm-hmm. So that unfortunately kind of no, ru- you know ruins it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, for anyone wanting to work here. Yeah. So um, yeah. So if yeah. anybody's uh, planning to come here for. It, it. engineering just be like Sean just do your university and everything from here and then move to the US guys mm-hmm. That's and I mean if you still want to live in Canada you can live in Windsor you, yeah you can you can right? live in Windsor and commute absolutely oh. absolutely so <laughs> we completely derailed <laughs> derailed like, from there yeah, exactly but like come back to like you so you did school here and yep. then uh, uh, you did engineering and university yep. and then uh, you just moved out to Detroit yep so uh how is that going like in terms of meeting your family because your family's here yeah in canada my mom and dad are here yeah um and it's kind of hard for them too because my sister's in the u.s as well mm. um she got married to uh an air force member um mm. in in the u.s and is living in texas at the moment oh, which is which is pretty far right so mm. um and then you know my my sister just gave birth to my niece you know oh, sophia yeah. so uh, my and my my parents are just fully in love with sophia yeah. and that's oh, all yeah. they, they talk about are, man. Yeah. exactly so Pretty i mean they, the first child right? exactly yeah. so actually her first birthday is coming up so oh, they're nice. my dad's like throwing a party here in in, in canada <laughs> and we're inviting all the family and stuff so they're really excited about that um but yeah i i live uh, i live in michigan which is about in detroit which is about uh three three and a half hour drive okay um okay. so it's not too bad i mean i i try to come back on the weekends as much as possible mm-hmm. uh actually last yeah, year and the last yeah. year i was literally coming almost every weekend how long is the drive from a door to door? A door to door? Um, 
from where I live to my parents' house, yeah. it's about four hours, I'd say. Jesus. Yeah, four Every hours. Every right. weekend? And that's I used four to, hours one way, dude. Yeah, and I used to do four hours uh, last year almost every weekend. But then now I've started to do it every other weekend or, yeah. or in three weekends because my job has become a little bit more demanding. I have a little bit more responsibilities and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of busy right now. So, um, yeah, so, you, uh, so like, you her parents must like really piss you, right? Because you, you, you've always been with them. Yeah, um, but I think about in 2000, I want to say 2000 and... Oh man, when did I actually move out this, to Lakehead? This was about... It's two years ago, no? No, no, no. Uh, two years ago, I moved to Michigan. And then prior to that, that was... Oh yeah, you weren't even years. in your... Like, yeah, you've been away five. from home. So you've... five years. Okay, so I don't know why I'm worried five about years. your parents. Your parents are like, ah, he's, he's gone. He's, he's always been... 2012, there we go. So 2012 oh, yeah. was actually when I... Like, the, moved out of my parents' house for the first time. I went to Lake Edge University in Thunder nice. Bay. Uh, and I, well, that must have been hard for them, man. Uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was different. I mean, my sister was still there, oh, which okay, was really good, good right? Um, but uh, literally, like, a couple months later, she got married. So mm. so then she had to she had to leave as well. Um, but it was tough, you know, initially. I, I would literally call them every night, every day. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I missed them, they missed me. And then the there was the whole situation of the food, because mm. um, I was living on campus and uh we paid for campus food yeah. um and i mean if you're not used to campus food you're you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna survive so that, and then it was ramadan at that time too so we were mm. fasting so yeah. um i used to call my mom and dad up and tell them all this and they would actually parcel me like food oh like, that's so, yeah cute. like it was, so that was awesome um so that Damn. got me through the first couple months and then after that you got once you start meeting people yeah. you know start socializing get, to, get a group it, of friends yeah. Then it becomes a lot easier. So cool, man. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. I I've been I've made sure that I always go back when you know as much as possible to see my parents because you know they mm. want to see me as well. Of um, and that's very important, right? You want to keep yeah, those man, connections. Of course. And then you guys are here, so it's yeah. like it's you know I have to come back. So oh man, <laughs> Sean is like a, such a good friend. He comes back sometimes just to chill with us. That's that, that that's legit. The only reason. And it's good, man. I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I'm such a lazy guy. Like, I, I, I hate driving. Yeah. I hate driving with a yeah. passion. I mean, <laughs> I like it if I'm maximum driving for maybe 15, 20 minutes, yeah, but yeah. I can't do it four hours. Dude, I can't. Yeah, after a while, it gets kind of tedious. Um, that's why I started doing it every two weeks now, just yeah. to kind of give me that break. Oh, yeah. Um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, so how is the mileage? Of your car, because I remember you got a car like last year, maybe. Yeah, it's a funny part. I got a la car last year uh, on lease. On zero, right? Uh, on on zero. zero. So yeah. it was a Ford Fiesta ST, um, and I basically got about thirty thousand miles for two years. What? And I pretty much put that on in one year. <laughs> Are you serious? just from driving? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what's gonna happen when you actually? Ah, uh, well, the end of well, here's here's the thing. I want to buy it back. Oh, okay, that's so, okay, okay. Fine, at least exactly, that's exactly. That's so uh, that would cost, suck. Man. Um, but uh, one good thing is I do travel back for like work and stuff, and they actually cover your mileage. So they pay for your mileage. So I've been kind of saving that up as well. That's cool. Um, so if I do need to pay for extra mileage, even when I'm buying it back, I, I, you know, I have something saved up for it. That's but, true. I mean, I love driving. I, I love driving. I drive mm. everywhere. Like if I, mm. have, if I have the choice of driving, I would drive. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I know you so, love driving. If you guys want to find out why Sean loves driving, you can check out another podcast he was on on my channel. It was the Transcendence podcast, and the podcast was called "What Music Is Fit for Driving." And mm-hmm. Sean was there, and he just told us which music is the best for driving for him. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about me, and then my music is even more better. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding Ariana me? Grande? Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Oh my god, <laughs> I vibe out to her all the time. Yeah, man. Every day. Jam. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good, man. Okay, so before we move on to actually the thing we, uh, the topic that you wanted to talk about, let's just end it off with me asking you, why did you choose engineering? Huh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, yeah, got you off guard there. You yeah, really? Yeah, I didn't even realize yeah, you were gonna ask you that yeah, question. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing. In uh, in, thing? in 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 Desi culture, and by Desi I mean people South Asian, people of South Asian ethnicities. Yeah. Um, they give a lot of emphasis for their kids to become doctors and engineers. Those are kind of like the two professions exactly. that are like, or maybe even lawyers, right? And that's and why I wanted to ask you that because yeah. like. Sure, you know, everybody <laughs> follows the norm, yeah. but then you actually chose this too. I did choose it. Um, and my choice was a little bit influenced as well because of that specifically. Because of but, Iron Man? Oh yeah, exactly. Because, because of, of this guy right here. Yeah. This <laughs> man he right engineer, here. He yeah. was an engineer as yeah. well. I, I mean, uh, that I, I learned about Iron Man when I moved to Canada and actually it was Sarosh. He yeah. had this huge statue that would light up and I of thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. So then I like started, exactly. He has like everything. <laughs> yes, everything. everything. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so I, you know, I, I, um, I looked at it. I was like, oh man, he's that's so cool. And then he told me about it. And then I, you know, started reading a little yeah. bit more, watching, you know, animated, you know, shows yeah. and stuff. And yeah, I just yeah, fell in love yeah. with Iron Man. But um, actually, my one of my biggest influence was actually my uncle. He is an engineer currently, mm-hmm. um, and he moved to. He lives in Chicago. He uh, he worked for Motorola Solutions for a whole mm-hmm. for a long, long time as an engineer. And I guess for me, the the lifestyle that he has, the ability to do certain mm-hmm. things, and the ability to help people as well, like other family yeah. members and stuff, because of his profession and because of you know how oh, much of a difference yeah, he was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, so right, yeah. that attracted me to it as well, is because I you know I have this need to kind of you know help i want to be able to help people as much as i can mm-hmm. um and you know i always want to be put in a position where i can do that so mm-hmm. i feel like engineering was that one opportunity for me that could get me there mm-hmm. um you know and i have a hobbies you know i love music you know that yeah. uh you know um sasti yeah. chai right here this is yeah, awesome right. you know what i mean so the ability to be able to do this too while i'm working exactly is, is just amazing so absolutely um and then engineering you know i um i kind of fell in love with cars too when i got into exactly Lakeland, so. and that's the point that i was just about to it, ask you about that. <laughs> you know what you love cars so much you work for a company where you have to do the uh i'm not sure what exactly you do for cars and you had to work with like very high-end expensive cars um Lu- yeah so i cars. Uh, well not luxury i work with uh, on, you perf- did, performance cars i work with performance cars i mean that's high performance yeah okay, so that's still pretty good though. yeah it's it, it absolutely is um and i mean obviously the luxury part of it is included right i mean oh. nowadays like luxury sports cars are, yeah. are like you can pretty much get anything you want in a sports car um but uh i got that's one of the reasons why i moved to michigan i got this great opportunity to be mm-hmm. a program manager on a, on in on a very high performance vehicle mm-hmm. um so i worked there for a year and i learned a lot i mean it was I, it, that job was probably all luck 
honest to God. Yeah. I went through a recruiter. Uh, the recruiter basically set this up. I didn't even know it was at this company. I knew what the pro- position was. It was of a program manager mm-hmm. and what the program manager does, but no idea what car, what we wear was or anything like that. How was the, the, the interview then? Oh yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I Pretty showed up. Charming. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I felt I stuttered a lot. I talked a lot. Um, dude, you just seem to be confident, dude. Exactly. That's all you need to do, guys. And, Anybody absolutely. who's applying for a job, just be confident. Just you know, know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and you know. And yeah. I mean, don't get too attached to any job either. Go in, <laughs> go in, do your best at the. Are you trying to leave the job, Sean? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no not, not in that sense. I love, I love my job. job. I'd never want to leave. Um, no, <laughs> but you. by that I meant uh, in in the interview process. If yeah, there's a specific job that you really, really want, mm-hmm. put the work into it, and you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, don't beat yourself up too much about it. Move yeah. on, move forward. And that is the next thing we're going to talk about, guys. That is the next thing, guys. John. Thank you so much, man. What, we will take a small break, and then after we return, we will go on to the next topic, which is basically tackling that thing mm-hmm, of absolutely. failure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's Sean? this little guy right here? Oh, this guy? Oh, this is Joey. Oh, Joey. It's Joey Tribbiani from uh, Friends. He has a duck. I have to tell everybody who comes on the podcast <laughs> that this is Joey. And they think it's me because of the hair. Oh. But it's not me. It's actually Joey with the duck. See? With the duck? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. Another a duck and the chicken? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Because Chandler has a chicken. <laughs> you, you need you need one with Chandler with the chicken on the other Dude, side. Dude, I got to get that. You got to get that. Bro. Guys, we'll take a small break. And then after we turn, let's talk about failure. Yep. Guys, welcome back to the Sussy Chai. Here with Sean slash Aleem Saeed. Hola. How's it going, man? <laughs> good, good, man. We're glad to be back. Yeah, man. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, guys. So, guys, uh, Sean here actually got to his engineering thing, his gig, which is a job he really loves, by actually failing and kind of dropping out of college as well. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, although I did go back. Um, yes, yes, that's yes. very important to note. Exactly, um, exactly. So you drop back, re-evaluate, go back. So we're going to go into that, like what happened there and then how, what was Sean's thought process? About so, that? so how about it, that, it started in high school. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you get to the point grade 11, grade 12, where you need to start thinking about university mm-hmm. and, and where you want to go and things like that. So so what exactly were you doing then? You're like, so, eh, I don't want to think about <laughs> no, university. No, I mean, I knew I wanted to do engineering. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you aim high. You go for the big name schools like Queens and yeah. UFT and Waterloo for their great engineering programs. Of course. Um, but, you know, I mean, obviously in high school, you try to have a, as much fun as possible as well. I mean, course, you're not you're yeah. not necessarily completely time, mature yeah. or anything. So, um, you know, I was I, I was involved in high school a lot. I did a lot of sports mm-hmm. and activities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the same time, I wasn't necessarily. I was very lazy, very mm-hmm. lazy in studying, very lazy. I, in getting, that's okay. I mean, you choose. <laughs> the thing is, you choose your moments to be lazy. That's that's the key. Yeah, yeah, th- that is true. But I. I <laughs> I have to say, man, I'm a pretty bad, I'm pretty bad at choosing. You know, I'm lazy. Nah, nah. I mean, you made like, it I have like 600 things. Yeah, like, oh, let's take a nap. You know? Are you <laughs> kidding me? We're doing sasti chai here right now. You're the one who set all this up. What do you mean you're lazy? Dude, I, it took. Yeah, we were supposed to record last week, Sean. I mean, yeah, I'm that's saying. true. That's true. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then we woke up busy. Exactly. Okay, I'm just gonna say that we woke up busy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't lazy. 
Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll um, back to the story. What okay. Happened? So in high school, then, um, you know, I. Um, I went through, you know, I I, I couldn't get um, the marks I needed for two of my courses. Of course. Um, so I went back to, to summer school, redid mm-hmm. them, got a decent grade, mm-hmm. and then got the GPA that I needed for to get into an engineering program. Okay. Unfortunately... And that was in a college or a university? It was in a university. So I applied to in, all the universities. In Ontario. In Ontario. In Ontario. And, okay. and, and, and mostly in the GTA. Okay, okay. Um, so I did that. I went over the summer. Uh, got my courses. Problem was the application deadlines, unfortunately, uh, passed. Oh, uh, shit. All the places were full. Yeah. Um, so the only university that called me was Ryerson University. Of course. And then they called me and told me, well, we don't have a position open in engineering, mm-hmm. but uh, we do have one in computer science. Oh, interesting. So what you could possibly do is go to computer science, do it for a year, and then transition it. And the reason why my computer science I got into is because my marks in in, in programming and stuff were always really high. Like, they were always pretty much the highest. That and and music. Yeah, of Um, course, music. So, so, I mean, they gave me that opportunity, you know, and I thank Ryerson for giving me that opportunity Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So I got into, you know, Ryerson. I started, you know, my parents are happy, da-da-da-da. I actually at that point before Ashton called me, mm-hmm. I was I wanted to I was thinking of just not worrying about university and actually going to college. Now, university and college are two different things here in Canada, right? Yeah. Um, I guess in the US the equivalent will be a community college yeah, yeah, where yeah. you get a diploma. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready for university. I should mm. probably go to college, you know, um, mm. do three more years there, kind of mm. get ready and then go to university. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I told my parents that. And unfortunately, my parents were like, no, you are have to go to Ryerson University. Yeah, 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 it is a university degree. Are you trying to make fun of your parents right now? Mm. Is that how they talk? Maybe. <laughs> what if they listen to this? I think I'm safe there. <laughs> I'm pretty safe of there. Of course, because you don't live here. You live in Detroit. Like, exactly. Like, ah, it's fine. I'm leaving exactly. tomorrow. Okay. And they're not necessarily tech, very tech savvy either. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, my mom keeps pressing buttons and I have to come back and fix her phone or my dad's all phone the or all the computer. Detroit, all the way back. Exactly. Damn, so, the struggle. Okay. So, oh, man. So, but but anyway, um, uh, so I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go to Ryerson. Mm-hmm. I'll do the year. Um, I'll, trans- I'll try to transition into engineering after that mm-hmm. and then go from there. So I, you know, I started Ryerson, but you know, I, I hadn't really hung out in downtown Toronto much. So mm-hmm. I started going to downtown Toronto, and then you and started having fun, having a little bit too much, too fun. much fun. And it wasn't even like you know going out or anything like that. It was mostly like I'd go to Best Buy and start playing Guitar Hero for like hours, <laughs> or like, or like uh, playing Xbox or something. So that comes down to the choices you make when <laughs> you're ch- lazy. Exactly, yeah, you exactly. You so. gotta procrastinate efficiently you exactly. can't just you know every oh time man me i was like 24 7 procrastinating at that oh point i'm playing God. xbox all the time staying up to like 5 a.m i have like the exam the next day i haven't oh studied anything who cares so um so obviously you know being like that uh-huh. didn't do really well mm. I got into probation after my first semester, unfortunately. So then I went back, second semester. I took no, the no, hold on. <laughs> after you got into probation, d- did you learn anything? Well, that's the funny part. I did. I took two, three courses. Okay. I went back. I did really well. I got off probation. Okay. Then I went next year to my you know third semester. And the same thing happened. Same thing happened. Of course, because you got lazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I went back into probation, then went into my second semester. Okay. And then unfortunately that second semester I didn't learn my lesson. 
and uh, I failed a couple of courses and I got suspended. So, damn. <laughs> so I got suspended. And then what happened? What happened after that? Like, how were your parents? Oh, man. I was, like- as soon as I found out, I was, just, I, I just instantly went into depression, man. It was, it was messed up. I went, um, mm-hmm. I went back. I was scared to tell my parents, but I'm glad I did right away. Yeah. Um, you it's be- like a bad handed right you yeah, exactly it and and their reaction is not going to be as severe as you think it's going to be there surprisingly they, they'll be very very supportive yeah my parents were very supportive yeah. i mean yeah they were disappointed initially mm-hmm. um and and they saw me sulking around and things like that and you know we sat down we talked about it and mm-hmm. they're like listen like at this point we're not going to pressure you into anything mm-hmm. um if you really really want this mm-hmm. you're going to work for it we're not going to do anything anymore. You'll have exactly. food on the table, um, mm. place to live, place to sleep. Yeah, if yeah. you need some money for anything, we'll help you out. Yeah, you'll but all your applications, all everything that has to do with your school, it's your, in your hands now. It's your life. You make the decision of what you want to do. Yeah, that's actually very, a very... Wow, that's... It's a very... You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and especially from our culture, it was very big and I was very surprised. Hear that. Exactly. It's a very Canadian thing. It's, it is. And, and parents aren't... No, they're not. Brown anymore. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes they are. But the uh, Canadian exactly dude. that was Damn, really weird. But even 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 Daisy families, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. like I don't think yeah. every no. every parent is like that. Yeah, I don't think at all. It's the yeah yeah, and, and you know why we never know unless you go and actually talk to them, right? Exactly, them. and and you know I I've known people where um they've kind of not necessarily been successful in mm-hmm. school, and they've kept it from their families, mm-hmm. and the longer you keep it from your family the worst it's going to be essentially when it comes out. So best thing to do is just be upfront, truthful Mm -hmm. about all of it. Cause then you can move forward after that. Right. Cause that's, that's the one thing that will always stay in your mind. Absolutely. Hey, can I just like point out something like very, very important here in this step where you failed. Okay. You were sad about it. You went into depression and you know, that's a pretty dark place to be in, but the first step to actually feeling better about almost everything is to actually taking responsibility mm-hmm. of what you did yep. because this result was the conclusion of the actions you took. Yep. You know, sure, Absolutely. it was fun yeah. in like Toronto and everything, but then at the same time, it costed you, right? Mm-hmm. So just taking responsibility and then turning from it and then moving ahead right so that was like and, good. and and it's so part good. of maturing i mean no one expects you to come straight out of high school and be well at least no one should expect you yeah to come straight yeah, out of yeah. high school and have your priorities set mm. it takes time it takes you know it takes failure like for me it took failure mm. for some people it doesn't for some people it does mm. if it does for you i mean again um, first step is to recognizing mm. that it was indeed your fault of course um and then taking steps to essentially fix that mm-hmm. and put that behind in the past because you can't change the past you can't you can only work towards your future exactly right? so um yeah and and, and uh, just adding on to that is that just failing at things is actually part of progressing in the future all the time yeah. so that's actually a good thing man. and that's and one thing one other thing that failure kind of did for me is i kind of knew what rock bottom was 
You know what I mean? So and it could have been worse, Sean. It, it could have been, been on the street. Exactly. It okay, with been. no money. Exactly. So that's one thing I was very appreciative of. Yeah, of, of for, my, for my parents, for my family, yeah. right? So yeah, because like. Imagine, like, if you were, like, an international student, mm-hmm. and then you failed, mm-hmm. and you're afraid to tell your parents, so you have no money, no nothing, and you're on the street, because, like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to go back. Yeah. Yep. Damn, no. man, that's, that's, so it's, it's tough. Yeah, so, so, actually, one of the, one of the uh, people who kind of helped me get out of this was uh, my sister. She kind of kicked me in the butt a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and told me, like, you know, very, very brutal truth, that if mm-hmm. you stay the way you are... You're gonna it's go not nowhere. Gonna change, yeah. it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna change. change. You're not gonna go anywhere. You're gonna stay exactly how you are, and you're gonna ruin mm-hmm. your life. Um, so, so then what I did after that is I did go into suspension. Now there were I had the opportunity of taking a year, going to take some courses, and then applying, reapplying. But then one thing I realized also is that I didn't want to do computer science. I wanted mm-hmm. to do engineering. Engineering. Um, so and that dream came back. It, that dream came back. Yeah. So then, uh, I mean, maybe that step was to kind of make me realize that, yeah, you know, if you want to do engineering, focus towards engineering. Yeah, you know, that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, and so that's why all that happened. Um, so what I did was I went to George Brown mm-hmm. um, uh, College, and they had a mechanical engineering technologist diploma. Mm-hmm. that you could do it's like a three-year diploma mm-hmm. uh it's a design diploma it's college it's a little bit more relaxed and um, george brown is here george brown is in toronto downtown toronto, in toronto they have two okay. two campuses one near spadina and another one um i believe on king i'm not sure okay um okay. so i went to the one on spadina that's where mm-hmm. all their technical diplomas and stuff are mm-hmm. um but yeah so i did that for so i'm like okay you know let's try that and i did everything myself from getting all my goal passes from registration from um yeah, talking complete to opposite of what you were before, exactly right? yeah, exactly and then another thing i did was i got a job oh so i started working actually the summer after that whole thing happened i started working at a ymca and that kind of helped me a lot too because it ymca was probably you the met most, all the old people not necessarily I, what happened at ymca is i worked as a summer camp counselor so what I would do is I would have 10 kids that I would be basically responsible for. Mm-hmm. And then during the day, I would take them to do different and activities. Look and so <laughs> so learning responsibilities. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> hilarious. I know. Exactly. So someone from who, you know, from complete opposite of doing nothing to doing a job like that. Wow. But it was fun. I had a blast. Skills, man. I had a blast. I, you hilarious. know, with the kids, you know. Um, and another thing you learn is patience. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, fuck. I, I, These I, kids I, are... I don't know how you did it, man. I hate kids. <laughs> I mean, they're fun sometimes, but yeah. I, I just, I don't like kids. Yeah, Oasis Future Wife, if you're watching this out there, please don't be alarmed. Things change, so you'll be fine. I don't, I don't like kids. <laughs> I mean, I I love my sister's kid. Like, mm. he is the best adorable thing on the planet, dude. I would give yeah. my life for that guy. But yeah. the thing is... When he's crying and I have to change his diapers, I don't do it. I give it to my sister. <laughs> I do that shit. Dude, man. honestly, that's every guy. Yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. same way with Sophia. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit, Sean. Literally, I'm not doing that shit. Okay, but yeah. So but, I come back to you, right? Okay. So it was, it was, uh, it's pretty cool. So then, 
Because I thought you weren't underpaid as well. No? So, yeah, I, I was at underpaid. So I did the three years there, um, you know, and I went to my courses, all my classes. I did really mm -hmm. well. Um, work helped as well because mm -hmm. it kept me because I basically what work allowed me to do yeah. is to have a certain period of time where I had to get my homework and schoolwork done. Mm -hmm. um, so it really put me into a routine. Into a routine. Um, so so that's another recommendation I have is if you're having difficulty in school, maybe best thing to do is you know get a job and part-time job not a full-time job necessarily mm -hmm. um get a part-time job so you have some sort of routine going mm -hmm. on and then that way you can start and then uh, going and doing your work and stuff well, right course. so yeah, yeah, um so i did that it went really well i made a lot of great friends there uh, mm -hmm. a lot of good people another thing is one th another thing i learned in george brown is you can't get through school alone you can't. Yeah, you gotta cheat off people, guys. Exactly. Always remember, exactly. Okay, you can't your get peripherals. Use your peripherals. You, <laughs> you, you will gotta, never get you caught. You gotta cheat, guys. You gotta, you gotta cheat. You. No, no, I'm joking. This is this is very bad, guys. Cheating, cheating will only get you uh, at very few places in life. But if it's a short-term goal. But if you want to go long term, you got to learn and achieve things yourself. And that is why people tell you not to cheat. Yeah. Because long term you is where it. you want to aim for. Exactly. So look at that. I turned a there joke into go. a lesson. Look I know. That. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. Susty Chai here. This deserves a little. Yeah, thing. man. There you go. <laughs> oh, is it? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. So, so yeah. So basically the reason I'm saying is because I, I met a lot of great people there and, yeah. and just kind of having people to study with, having people to share information, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of helps when you have someone there with you going through the same thing that you exactly. are. Um, it's easier to talk, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, you know, you get meet new people, you have fun as mm -hmm. well at the same time. So, um, and it's, it's, it's always nice to have that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I graduated, um, and then when basically at that point I was like, okay, what's my next step now? Um, um, and my next step was, okay, I need to get a degree if I want to work as an engineer. Mm. So Lakehead University and uh, UBC had an opportunity where you basically go for the summer for two months and you do, I think, about four or five courses within two months. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you're... Two, four or five courses, two months, what the... Oh yeah, That's it, a was, lot it was intense. Yeah, it was like Holy. Monday to Friday, we'd be doing 8 a.m. to like... Three, four classes. Hell? Yeah, um, it was it was intense. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, so they they had this opportunity where you do it in the summer, um, then you transition into your third year of engineering, um, mm. and then depending on which program you're coming from, mm -hmm. uh, they'll give you certain makeup courses that you have to do as well to make sure you get all those courses under yeah, your belt. Yeah, yeah. So I chose Lakehead just because Lakehead was a lot closer than. UBC, which is in British Columbia, yeah, which British is the Columbia. other side of Canada. But then again, like it's still far though. Oh yeah, I mean, I've yeah, I've, driven, far, I've done the drive, and it takes about 17 hours, 16, 17 hours. So, so that's why Detroit is okay then. Yeah, I mean, I've done 16, 17 hours. Oh, okay, so like that, four that, hours, yeah, like, yeah. So. Holy shit! Dude. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You so, love driving. Oh man, and I got a story about driving too. I think I I said that in one oh. of our. Um, oh yeah, it was podcast. just that you just you just stopped, right? You just Stop. stopped, and then you looked, Look and then we thing. made fun of you on that uh, guys that you just took your shirt off and spinning in the air, you know, oh, yeah. just running in the fields. Oh naked, man, yeah, man, I felt but, so free at that moment. <laughs> So connected to nature, you know, and you know, you took your clothes a, doe, running, yeah. a doe came by and it was like a light <laughs> shining right onto it. I came up on the lake. It was really nice. Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And but, I was alone. <laughs> exactly. That's that's uh that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. That's oh, good, but, man. Um, that's awesome. So like so, yeah. so so just doing all the stuff cuz like all of the steps you took the main turning point of you actually being kicked out of university, okay? And just just realizing that you have to somehow evolve and take this responsibility. Yep. Otherwise, you know, and, and and I liked what you said earlier was that that people should get used to failing. Mm-hmm. Like it helps. It really well, helps. Well, okay, so not necessarily used to failing, obviously because you don't want to fail. Yeah, but, but then like but the thing is, but don't impo- be afraid to embrace. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid to do something because of failure. Oh, That's yeah. the key. Okay, yeah. That's um, point, yeah. I mean, as lo- the main thing is at the end of the day, if you're doing something, you put your maximum effort into it, you did everything possible. Maximum effort. <laughs> maximum <Where's> effort. Headpool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you put your full, you know, your full if there's basically you put it all out on the table and you leave mm. nothing else mm-hmm. if you know that you've done everything in your power you can mm-hmm. to get something done and it still didn't work for you mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't the right thing for you yeah that's right? true and uh, if that doesn't work for you don't necessarily like stop your life yeah you know, look for something else move it's forward. part of your life right? exactly it's good like because uh, yeah, i saw my friend this too because he just recently got kicked out of a job as well he didn't get kicked out, but his uh, his apartments like uh, like uh, merged, huh? Merged with another one or something? No, no. It was uh, they were uh, their funding was going away, so they had to like lay, lay off a lot of people. So mm. he was feeling so down. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is like part of life, you know. If life is always good all the time, if everything works out the way you want, it's so boring, dude. Mm. Like, you don't learn. Your personality will never grow. But look, Mm. like, look, you weren't the kind of person like you are right now if these things didn't happen, you know? There's so many things you got to experience because of this thing. It's like a whole, um, it's like connecting to... I can't think of like a good metaphor, but it's just, it's just, you know what I mean. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean. Certain things have to happen in a certain way and certain timing for you to reach to a certain point. Exactly. Um, so like for me, like you were saying, mm. who I am right now, where I am right now in mm. my life, I'm very happy. I'm content. Yeah, I can yeah. say that, you know, um, yeah. I've been very blessed. Mm. Even going through all of this, I'm very happy that I went through life the way that I did. Mm. Um, because it taught me a lot. Of course. Uh, yeah. One of those things that, unfortunately, you know, in high schools, when you're coming out of high school, you don't learn is you don't learn mm. important life skills. Yeah, dude, it's that so stupid. That sucks, man. Like, like, how do I apply for jobs? Yeah. How do I do my taxes? Exactly. You don't learn this shit. Not you at all. You gotta learn yourself. I have no idea. What the hell is interest? <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should like teach people here how to do it. Exactly. It's so stupid. So, um, but like, yeah. It's... But and again, you have to go through all of this, and everyone's journey is different. That's another thing that one, a lot of people need to realize is not yeah, everyone is going to go through the exact same exactly. steps to get to what you are. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Exactly. Man. It's so exactly. stupid. Rejoice. Oh, you fell. But yeah, yeah. It's yeah, man. Exactly. And yeah, it's 
There's so many things you can learn, man. Mm-hmm. You just gotta go out and don't be afraid of like failing. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah. again, if you really really care about something, if you really want to do it, you'll do it. Absolutely. That, that, at the end of nothing, the day, nothing. Look, look, if you have a dream, you can always achieve it. And the only time you fail is when yeah. you stop. I man, mean, it's it, getting pretty I mean, deep, it, man. I, exactly. I mean, if Martin Luther King said, "I have a dream, but I'm kind of scared. I don't know if I should go do it or not," you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what exactly. I mean. So. So, you, you know, there'll still be segregation. There'll be segregation still. There'll still be racism, and oh unfortunately, you know, yeah. it is. It's it's a trend. You know, it's it's something you need to learn. You yeah. can't be afraid of it. Of course, can't. man. Of course, you got to take that risk. Exactly. Right, Sean, man, that was amazing, dude. So, we were so motivating at the end. I am. I'm so pumped. I'm gonna go. After after we are finished recording, I'm gonna finally do my taxes. No, no, I'm joking. I'm never gonna do that shit. No, I'm joking. I'm gonna do it. Okay? But yes, uh, Sean, thank you so much for coming, man. This no was problem. amazing. No, Yo, absolutely, man. Good. Go out there, grab life by the horns, and just have and fun. And then just you know have fun. What yeah. you trying to do with the life? <laughs> with the horns? <laughs> 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 Sean, thank you so much, man. No problem. That was pretty time, awesome, man. man. I hope you like the chai, the chai. Oh, like, it was I amazing. Tried. Are you kidding me? It was yeah. It was, it was Mm. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Susty Chai Experience. I, call, I like to call that experience. It's nice. It has mm. a nice, uh, elegant feeling to it. Right? Absolutely. But yeah, it was so... If you want to check us out, we are available on the channel Project Pandemonium. That's mm. panda, like the bear, onium. And if you want to check us out on our audio platforms, we are available on iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, and the Pakistani app, Patardi. Mm. I am Avas, and of course, my guest today is Sean slash Alim Sayed. Sean, would you have any parting messages? Yeah, um, one quote comes to mind, and I'm sure everyone's heard about it already. What is it? Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Okay, my guest today is Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> we, thank we you so go. much for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next episode. But that was a pretty good coach, Sean. Give me a high five and we'll end it on a freeze frame. Awesome. Freeze frame.